Hey, they get me in the holiday spirit. Clear eyes, full hearts. What's new? Holy Lord. That took an hour? Mm. It didn't take an hour. I was waiting for you. What are you talking about take an hour? This was supposed to be done two hours ago. It wasn't an hour. You can count it as 20 minutes. Hey, guys, what's up? It's I Now Pronounce You Mom and Dad podcast with you and me. Hey. I have a quote. Remember I said I was going to bring a quote to start everyone? All right. All right. Hear me out. Tell your stories. If people wanted you to write warmly about them, they should have behaved better. What's that for? Apply it to your life. Can you say it again? Tell your stories. If people wanted you to write warmly about them, they should have behaved better. Okay. I like it. Sure. It's on brand. Oh, I have a quote. Go. Hot garbage. Okay. (laughs) From you? No. Well, yeah, it could be from me. I agree. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Yes, we are your one-star hot garbage podcast of record. You know what? We should change the name to one-star hot garbage. Yeah. Um, So that's our best review yet. We got a review last week or the week before. I don't remember. Yeah, I think it was last week, maybe. And it's great. And to be fair, to be just completely unbiased here, they're not wrong. I we always say that we're garbage. Well, I feel like I okay, so say that. with it's this not new person certainly, but with this style of um, podcast we're trying to do here, it is one hundred percent just conversational. So right, if you don't, if you're not familiar with one of the two people talking, I'm most of our, if not all, the listeners are people who are familiar with you and your shop beforehand. So they feel some sort of familiarity or connection with you. If you were just a complete stranger, there would be no reason to listen. We have no specific thing that we're doing. So yeah, it's not a crime podcast. It's not a dating thing. It's not an advice, whatever. It's just a shit show. It's just a, it's just a conversation. It's just a hot garbage pile of shit. Exactly. Right. But it's just conversational, so there's no premise. It's just a little back and forth, a yin yin yang, a yabbity doo da. Yes. For the what? <laughs> for the It's that. It's hot garbage. For like the um full transparency, like three hundred people a week that listen to it. And that's who it's for. Yeah, and if I don't you care. don't know who you are, and you certainly don't know who I am, it would be Why are you here? The wor- yeah, it would be awful. <laughs> I I couldn't listen to it either. Like all the podcasts I listen to are hosted by people I'm familiar with. Right. Unless, or you like the subject they're talking unless about. Unless it's the subject, mm-hmm. like it's got a theme. Otherwise, I am I prefer to just listen to people talk. And if there's, they have a guest on that I don't know who it is, I can't listen to it. I yeah, try, just, but I'm like, I don't know what they're talking about. This is completely is. at random. This is here. just a hangout session. And if you don't know the people you're hanging out with, most likely you want to bounce. So I get it. <laughs> Um, guy, whoever it was, I get it, and I applaud you for your thank you for honesty. That, yeah. I was actually very surprised how little I cared about it because I'd said so many times before that I'd shut I it down. I thought you were going to get your feelings hurt, but yeah, you didn't really care. Good for you. No, I don't care about that because, like I said, like I, you don't know the two of us, so there'd be no point to listen. Yeah, and if you do know the two of us, there's still not much of a point to listen, but we appreciate it. But we got a, a nice review after that one, so that made it. Oh, for, good, I guess. good. What does it say? 
Not hot garbage. <laughs> garbage. <laughs> Five stars. Not hot no, garbage. It was uh, just said, you know, little this, little that. Bada bing, bada boom. I'm sure you could read it. I'm trying to pull okay. it up now and I lost it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I blew your cover. Uh, it was five stars, and it's just a long thing how it says that they like it. Thank you, Sam. Should Appreciate I, it, Sam. To read it, or no, you don't have good. to. Good, thank you. So it is what Friday the twenty eighth. Yeah, I'm all out of it because the the days are just running together. You know, Fine after Christmas me. and in between Christmas and New Year's, it's like such a weird yeah time but it's like the one time of the year if i'm lucky i get to zone out zone out and like um yeah zone out but and relax right but like just clock out and like lose track of the days and what time it is or what i need to do so first feels good. off i would like to apologize that we didn't have an episode last week because it was supposed to be the singing episode and you didn't want to do it. So that's why. Sorry, everyone. It's not that I didn't want to do the episode at all. I just knew that I didn't know any Christmas songs. He didn't want to do it. I don't know any Christmas songs. I even tried to learn a couple, and they are harder than they sound. Well, I'm sorry, guys, that he didn't want to do it. Okay. um... (laughs) No, but if you're listening to this now... When it's coming out, it'll be New Year's Eve. Will it? Tuesday? Yep. Oh. Okay. Hey, it's New Year's Eve, everybody. Um, Hope you are staying safe. Congratulations. We made it. It's the end of a year. It's the end of a decade. Good for you. Good for Arbitrary. us. Arbitrary. I don't know. Good for us. Right. Good for us. Is there a one last thing that you want to do from last week? Yeah. Um, I think so. Have you ever... But first, have you ever made a resolution before? All the time. They don't stick. My only resolution <laughs> is to, to not make one because I know I won't stick with it. Uh, I think you just have to be more um, realistic with it. Instead of knocking out, let's say, like soda completely, if, if that's somebody's resolution, just get it down to like, I'm only going to have one every couple of days or whatever. Just because I feel like everyone sets up for failure mm-hmm. and then they just say fuck it and they spiral and burn and after that <laughs> spiral and burn after you know that I, mean? I think they just move on well not me one <laughs> january 1st bam sure. blood everywhere but uh i think mine this year is just going to be like maybe maybe eating better drinking more water exercising it's all like health related it's lame i've literally never thought about it because i just don't and you know what? I've been complaining about this lately, but I have like these bulging veins on the side of my face that I've just noticed. Go on. <laughs> this is the 50th time that he's heard it, but... At least, but man, is it. It's not, but it's just another sign that we're all getting older, closer to death. Hey, Merry like, Christmas. Like Happy that. holidays. <laughs> Happy New Year. What New a great Year. time to be alive for now. For now. Oh, my God. What? Do you have a resolution? No, I've never made one. I just don't. Make one now, on the spot. Go, and we'll all hold you to it. Let me buy some time. No, do it now. And what is it? I don't know how to celebrate milestones. I just keep living my life like there's no day or time or change of anything because they make me nervous. They get anxiety. End of year, I'm freaking out. Birthday, freaking out. Due date. constantly freaking out. Yeah, like... (laughs) 
if anything, if any time it was like a mile, I've never celebrated a milestone. I didn't celebrate. Why don't you just graduating? Say, I didn't okay, celebrate don't, anything. Don't call it a resolution then. Just call it a. You're gonna start. Just say in 2020, you're gonna start taking better care of yourself. Okay, but that's not true. So you need to. I certainly need to. I I needed to start doing that a decade ago. Well, now the only one I can think of is probably not even positive. It's just to give less of a damn. Good luck. For me, it is hard. I know it's been good luck. Well, listen. If you. Here's an example. We got cold I'm food tr- last night because I wasn't willing to. Uh, and it's could be small things like this or big things, but like we ordered dinner. Okay. They said yes. it would be 15 minutes. I mm-hmm. showed up like 15 minutes on the dot to pick it up. The guy said, okay, we're just waiting for this last thing to come out. Cool. No problem. I paid and I sat there for 30 minutes, not wanting to bother the people that were working. So I, I just, know. And that's what's so frustrating I kept to me. assuming like. Okay, well, they're, they're just waiting. It still doesn't come out. It still doesn't come out. Well, okay, here's another part of the story. The kids and I don't usually go. You'll just run and get it. But we decided, oh, we'll go with you. And because the kids were just excited because it was going to be pizza night. And so we were waiting in the car for 30 minutes. And while let's you be were honest, inside. we hadn't left the house all day because why? No. I'm not going anywhere. Well, the kids were playing with all their new toys. Exactly. So, you know, and it's cold outside. But I think, yeah. I won't be judged. That's frustrating for me, too. Oh, you don't even know what stupid is. It's about to get all stupid up so in here. So finally went up to the thing. I was like, hey, I'm just, I don't mean to bug you guys, but I just wanted to check in. It's been like 30 minutes. What What are you waiting for? And I told him. He's like, oh, it's sitting right here. It's oh, been, really? It was sitting there for 30 minutes. Yeah, it's minutes. been here the whole time. So and when we got home, everything was like cold ice but i was being a nice patron and not bothering them no taking their word but you are paying them for your for for the food yeah right you're paying them more than anything they're gonna like and they're helping you if i go up to them no but i think like they told you the time it was 15 minutes and then you're still waiting there i would just like for me i would be like periodically being like hey just wanted to make sure like everything's cool like yeah, so it's like I gotta just like go for what I want. I, th- I guess I that's think, my resolution. I don't think yours is like not giving a shit. I think it's more like um, giving a shit, right? It's well, <laughs> not giving a shit. Like if this person gets who's working cash yeah. register gets mad at me for asking both again. Way, both ways, yeah. And then like like letting other people get their happiness while I don't get to have mine. Yeah, that happens a lot. Oh, it happens all the time. I live on the high road, but you know, like I was telling you before, mm-hmm. I've realized recently that the high road is, it's a detour to get around shit in your life, but it's not like the path to get to where you want to go. Like you get, you take the high road to get around an accident, but you got to come back down to the main path to get to where you want to go. Otherwise the high road is a dead end. I've learned that my sure, whole life. Yeah. Put everyone else's yeah. feelings and what they want first. Let them get their way. Let them have their say. Let them be right. And I'll take the L or the blame or whatever. And then they go on to flourish. And I go, well, I let them win. I let yes, them I'm have fucked. it. I took yeah. the high road and now I'm stuck up here. So and now I just take it just to avoid your bullshit. And now I'm back on the main road. We'll see how that goes in 2020. Stay tuned. Stay tuned on that. Okay. I so we were talking about for a one last thing, bidets. Oh, there is just oh, yeah. one more thing. Okay. Somebody had mentioned that they actually 
love bidets. Their husband got one and it changed their life. Well, I'm I'm glad and I, I think it does for a lot of people, but I, I think I'm a, a unique case here. I don't want to get too detailed or specific don't or get graphic. Too graphic. I'll just say sloppy and leave it at that. That's too graphic. Yeah, TMI. But you were also mentioning to me that there are men who don't wipe their ass and they're proud of this. Here it is. I'm so glad you made the note because I forgot about that <laughs> 100%. And maybe I should... Um... Sorry about that. Hi, kids. Maybe I should bring that article up, but I couldn't actually find it. I just heard about it. So you made it up. Okay, hmm. so I heard the story. Uh, um, a woman went on Reddit, I guess. I don't use Reddit. I don't know. I don't either. Um, and said, I'm having trouble with my husband. He smells <laughs> because he won't wipe his butt. Oh Have you, God. is there anybody who like deals with this, you know, and is this a thing or is this, is my husband just a disgusting, unhealthy, no, lazy bastard? <laughs> you got it. And no. apparently well. a whole like men's group came for her and were like, uh, wiping your butt is like a feminine act. And if you were a man, you'd get your stomach in order to where you wouldn't need to wipe. And because, essentially just, saying, like, if your stomach is healthy, you'll have clean shits and you won't have to wipe. But also saying, like, just the act of using, like, a, a product to, like, clean yourself to have to do that is an effeminate act. And no man should, like, degrade themselves by doing that. To which I say, hunt these people down and get rid of them, please. Wow. Like, get these people <laughs> out of here. I know that's, that's harsh, insane. but, like... So there's men out there, hordes of them, just walking around with a dirty asshole going, I refuse to wipe, and deal with my stench. And, and those men have partner partners or whatever and expect to have sexual acts done on them while they have a stinky asshole. They got a dingleberry duet going on. Good God. That is... That is... Wow. I don't even unacceptable know. behavior. That is unacceptable, but and th that is just bizarre. It's one thing if you're like, I'm lazy and I don't care because I've let myself go and I have no self-worth. Okay, you have some issues you need to work out. But yeah. to say, like, I refuse because I'm a man and that's a feminine act. That's, like, that's gross. What are you talking about? First of all, what's wrong with doing feminine acts as a man? Like, right. who cares? Um, but second of all, to be like, I won't do it. I'd rather smell that's Come on, dude. Bizarre. And then to have the take like, well, if you ate right and you're you had like a man stomach, you're you wouldn't have issues. That's the dumbest fucking thing <laughs> like, I've ever heard. What are you talking about? That's that. I say that good day, bidet. Good day, bidet. Uh, I did have a one last thing. Let me see. Oh, there is just right. I one think last week thing. I we touched like briefly on. We touched briefly on, on each other's genitals. That's sorry, everybody. Not true. No. <laughs> um, like the anticipation of the holiday or like yeah. the break coming up mm -hmm. is like anticipation of those. Wow. <laughs> A mumbling, bumbling idiot. Okay. The anticipation of the actual vacation? Or of anything is like, is what the real um pleasure comes from yeah like not just not getting the thing itself right or like anticipation of a dream or a goal in your life you know the fantasy of that is mm -hmm. all almost like the thing that you actually want you don't actually want the thing that you're dreaming about or that you think you want to achieve 
about that, I was thinking too, like also the thing, or at least for me, like the thing I want in life can also be the thing like I dread the most, like to be successful and to be known for all these things. But also I don't want to ever have to talk to anyone ever. Like I just want to be anonymous at the same time, like to have these opposing ideas, like constantly feuding with Mm -hmm. each other. Like I want this, but I also don't want anybody to know about it, but I want to succeed in like the highest level and nobody to ever recognize me. Like you can't have both. So it's like, you just love the battle. I agree. So that actually reminded me of something that I mentioned, or I think I briefly mentioned it before. The struggle between like, this is coming from like a creative perspective. You either have to be the one who... What's what do you want? Do you want to be the person who gets to create and make the thing mm-hmm. or be the person who gets to experience it? Because think of like your favorite song or your favorite movie or your favorite anything, like how it makes you feel and may have like changed your life or it just speaks to you in a certain way. Like the person who created that, they don't get to experience that feeling from it the way like the consumer does because they're the ones who are behind the scenes and, you know, saw how. Um, the donuts get made basically. So like the magic is not there in it, but you get the notoriety and you get the whatever, you get the accolades and you get all the success from it. But it, I don't know. Think you of- You miss out on the feeling of yes. not being involved in the process. So yes. you, you don't see well, it behind the right. scenes. Right. So like when you're presented with like this song that like changes your life, like yeah. you weren't there for like the three week process of changing lyrics and hearing the chords and differently and blah, blah, blah. So when mm-hmm. you- record it and you finally put it out it doesn't really move you at all because you're but so you don't get to get moved by your art but you get to be the person who is known for making the thing Mm -hmm. that everybody loves yeah and I'm always not that I'm going to do that but like I'm always battling in my mind like if I start making this stuff it or I'll tell myself like it's I don't want to put it out until it makes me feel the way I want it to make everyone else feel Mm -hmm. but I don't think it can ever make you feel that way if you're the one making it you know, like I, and I even feel that way, like yeah. in the simplest things, like making dinner. If like, if it took a long time making a meal, half the time I don't even, I'm not even hungry by the end. They're like, eh, I, I put so much effort and time into this. Like, I, I don't even want it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, but, I'm the same way. But then if everybody's like, well, that was the best meal of my life, that would feel good. But right. I don't get to experience the thing that I made like everyone else gets to. So same with music. Yeah, same with, because you put all of your everything into it. And by the end, yeah, it's yeah. not the same effect. Yeah. So I don't know why I always think about that. And I just wanted to get it out of I my wonder, head. So I stopped thinking about it. I think it. I would like to maybe create the thing that people would experience would be cool. Mm-hmm. It would be cool to do both. Hey, don't sell yourself Definitely. short. Do both. I th- I'm just thinking like, I, I just always wonder like, does the guy who wrote whatever your favorite song is like, the way it makes you feel Mm -hmm. or the the movie that is like speaks the most to you. Like they don't get to watch it and like have it move them all at all. They're probably like, okay, they add the hits, all the marks I wanted, but like it doesn't touch me here. Like it does all of it's the people who love it because like I'm on the back end of it. So I was like, you have to sacrifice that to make, do you have to sacrifice that to be able to create the thing you want? Or is the way you know you're doing the thing, the right way is that it makes you feel that way. So that's like what I struggle with when I'm trying to create stuff is like, I can't get it to make me feel the same way that all the stuff that I admire makes me feel. But I don't know if that's just because I'm trying to make it or if it's just not good enough. Hmm. So it's like, do I give up on this or like, 
is that not an indicator that it's good? Don't know. I don't think it's an indicator. Well, I think people are just creating and then sending it out. But well, it'd be a lot easier if it was an indicator because then I could say, oh, yeah, this is garbage. Just throw it away. So now I just have no way of knowing. That happens, I'm sure, but I don't think they're stressing over it as much as you. <laughs> cool. And I don't think any of that. It's so vague. What I'm talking about is like I used to try to write music all the time and I wouldn't like finish it or, you know, put like the finishing touches on it because I would just be like, this doesn't make me feel the same well, way that about that guy's song does. Before how you don't want to really create or do anything unless it's going to be like the thing. And I think now and what I, I mean is like, I want it, I want it to make me feel the way I want it to make other people feel, but I don't know if that's ever possible. I don't think that's possible. If it's your really. thing, right? No, I, well, I don't know. I going based off of people in film and everything. They always, I don't think they're ever completely satisfied with their performance in anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the consensus at least. Yeah. That's what it seems like. It's, but I, I bet if it's like that on all fronts, right? But so I'm what I'm thinking is, say someone else that they like or admire did the exact same performance. I mean, like every word, every step, whatever, and they saw it from a consumer standpoint, they would probably think it was brilliant, right? But because they're the ones doing it, they can never see it that way. Yeah. But I used to write songs and crap all the time, and be like, man, this is by far my favorite song right now. <laughs> and be like, but I wrote it. There's not even lyrics to it yet. But, or I'd be like, what was that song? I like driving around, like, what is that song? Like, I can't find it. It's in my head. It's like the best song. And I, then I'll finally remember, oh, that's in a voice memo on my phone from three years ago. <laughs> so like, I was making the thing you were that I wanted the, to hear yeah. more than anything. Yeah. But, so I guess it's possible. I don't know. The things you tell yourself oh i mean there's no limit to the things you'll distract yourself with or the excuses you'll come up with to keep yourself from trying to achieve something that's where i'm at maybe that'll be my goal to not get in my own way i think that would be a good goal and then you could finally write that script oh boy okay right <laughs> sure all right, cool. So, okay, wrap that up. We've got some local news here that might be interesting to you guys. Um, some pretty probably serious... Not, probably not really interesting. No, no, stay with us. Some pretty serious shit went down up the street. Literally up the street from where we live. There Talking was like a raid. Up our butt and around the corner. A little bit closer. Ooh. <laughs> okay, so what happened? Uh, so, literally up the street, there... Um, so you're on like a local facebook page which basically the only thing you use facebook for but i yeah just for random groups that i'm in but yeah i am in a local uh facebook group for the city that we're in and um a bunch of people were commenting that uh they heard loud bangs like loud gunshots or something like that in the morning uh like 5 30 in the morning this was like a week ago or so maybe maybe yeah a week ago a week, a week or so ago um Anyway, so everyone was just kind of like, what was going on? What was happening? Um, a few people said, like, there were a bunch of FBI cards and there was, like, a raid. But nobody knew what was going on. Anyway, a few hours later in the news, um, turns out a guy that was living in 
the house there that they were raiding had um, murdered someone. <laughs> you got arrested for murder. I mean, it's not funny, but it's just like insane because of this town that we live in. Nothing really happens. Nothing ever happens. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I guess that morning they, the FBI, was SWAT and whatever raided his home, arrested mm-hmm. him. They're nothing. I, I guess shots were fired. I don't I, know by I, who. I think I there had to have been because everyone said that they heard shots, even like down further from there way further we from were. where yeah we are like t- blocks and blocks like heard these shots or whatever they were um and the guy i guess what had happened was someone had owed him he was a drug dealer a drug somehow dealer, yeah. in this tiny like suburban town we live in where nothing happens right this guy was a drug dealer and someone had owed him i want to say like between thirty and forty thousand or something. So he that a lot of guacamole. Green um, shot the guy that owed him the money. He, well, I, he drove him out to. They took him out on a boat. Yeah, right? they took him out on a boat to the ocean and they shot him. And then he put chains on his legs. No reason. Chains on your <laughs> yes. legs. And uh, so um, sorry to not, make fun. Yeah, this is not funny. Um, and they dropped him in the ocean. I uh, want to say they because there was a woman an that owned yeah. the boat. Yeah, and she she got in trouble as well because I guess um, she, this was like very planned out and they had like oh, chased sure. the guy's girlfriend a week beforehand, like following her. Making threats and they, they cased yeah. the dock for um, cameras and everything. After, days Afterwards, after. Which, mm-hmm. And I this don't... happened in October. And they just now got and him. They just so the they this I, this guy's in F- Found Valley, which is the town we live in in California. Um, they drove what him. The hell? They drove him down the coast about like an hour to a town called Oceanside. Dumped the body and came mm-hmm. back and docked the boat in like San Juan or something. And like I don't know. Within like a day or two, the guy's body washed up. Washed up on shore. So so like a couple of idiots. Anyway, they did not get away with it, no, and it's just not. weird to think that they showed the house. It was Bizarre. a really nice house. Yeah, the guy was operating. He, was, I, I think the guy was renting of, a room. He was okay, so he's renting a room from that house. I think this is he news was. To me. I'm not sure. Well, but I'm, they found I, all kinds of like other crap in his. Oh, possession, they right? found like a ton of guns. They found lock boxes. Lock boxes. I think full of I guess cash and crap. Just a bunch of like crazy shit to where it's like. Is this worth it? I know. Like, it's such a headache, All man. that work like, to what? like still just have to rent a room from somebody. Like, what's the end game with that lifestyle? Like, it just doesn't seem... I'm tired. I know. <laughs> like, that seems like constant chaotic stress. Yeah, it's it, it doesn't seem like it's worth it. <laughs> and here's my thing. That. The guy owes you 30 grand, so now you killed him. So how are you going to get your money now? Yeah, I, I think it's just like a... Don't mess with me. Don't fuck with me. But then it's like, okay, now it's done and he's dead. So now it's like, yeah, don't fuck with me. <laughs> Who are you saying that to now? I don't know. The type of Just people that of would like owe a, somebody 30 grand I guess aren't it's kind clearly. of like a, this is my reputation. Like if you um, yeah, but the type fuck of person, me over, I'm going to kill you. The type of person that could owe a drug dealer 30 grand is not the type that thinks ahead and goes, I'm not going to mess with him anymore. They're going to yeah. think. Oh, well, it's not going to happen to me. I'm going to get the money. Or who knows what even the hell he owed him for? Drugs, I guess. Drugs, I don't know. Apparently, I don't. I don't know. But it's all such a crazy world. 
Crazy world. Crazy. A crazy world. A lot of smells. Lot. Oh, I'm just pooping. You know how so, I be. Uh, Great. That's our news. Local news. What's next? Well, I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> she has literally <laughs> shit herself. It's <laughs> not was not planned. <laughs> was not planned, and it was not appreciated. Folks, you have to be able to fart in front of each other. That's just what it is. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know. Talking about, like, past jobs. You had something else you wanted to speak of. We can get into it if you want. Um, I have a lot. You do? Well, go ahead. Oh, my God. I have a lot. Well, what about you? you your list is pretty short. You're a dedicated worker, and I'm not. Dedicated worker. Dedicated, like you stick with your job in the place that you're at for a while. Oh, for, for first jobs. For for any job. Oh, I Most thought. Jobs. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I thought you were talking about something else completely. Oh, okay. You'll first have to jobs. Explain. Oh You'll God, I've only had later. like three jobs my whole life. Yeah. You tell you just go ahead. I'm gonna take a nap. You list your jobs. Well, first job or um, all the jobs you've ever had. Ready, go. Well, if you can stay with me here for a minute, here's my jobs, my list of jobs. Um, when I was 15, my first job was working at a flower shop, and um, it was fine. I I don't I liked it, and I didn't like it. I the smells got to me. It was a lot of smells. Crazy world, a lot of smells. Crazy world, a lot of smells. Didn't really like the people I worked with. Um, that goes with mostly all jobs I've ever had, though. <laughs> it just comes with the territory. <laughs> No, okay, after that, I was still in high school, so I didn't work very often. I was only 15, 15 and a half or whatever. Um, and then one summer, I worked for the Orange County Fair at Chicken Charlie's. Chickity China. Exactly, which was really interesting, really gross. What I had to do. Um, that was just for, like, the duration of the fair, which was only, like, what, a couple weeks? How long is the Orange County I think County it's fair? four weeks long, isn't it? Is it? I don't know. Whatever. After that, I worked at GameStop. <laughs> Got a gamer. Not really. That's the thing is like, I'm I'm into games. Like, I'll play Tony Hawk. <laughs> no, you won't win. Sure, I'm oh, good at it. Oh, you used to. Yeah. Oh yeah, I used to too. Okay. Well, <laughs> and I've played the Matrix game. God, when, actually, when we first started dating, you were like. Oh, and I Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> okay, that's a great story. You said let's play PlayStation, and I was like, uh, let's play Grand Theft Auto. I was like, I guess, like I've played it. Sure, let's play. Yeah. And then we ended up playing for like five hours. And Not then, me, you. I know and I was because going like this sucks. Okay, because you said let's play, so I thought you wanted to play, and then like five hours went by, and you're Not like the well, entire can, day. I didn't. I, this was your call. I so guess. I was going, I'm way over this, but like she wants to play, so let's keep going. And then you're like, why are we still playing this? It's been forever. I just thought I was being a good boyfriend by doing as you wished, but uh, I think- no, but GameStop um, sucked because they were really big on you had to sell to people. You had to sell to the kids buying games. You had to sell them specifically this um, like magazine and get a uh, subscription to it and it made me so nervous and so anxious the because worst. they were really like we really need you to make these sales and do this and I was terrible at it because I I hate doing that I don't like f- especially because these are 
the majority were just stupid kids, and they're not going to buy this. Working and buying as kids, right? Working there? Yeah. For the most part, the manager was an older woman, but uh, it fucking sucked. The, the Sales is the worst for for this reason. Well, okay, aside from having to interact with human other human beings. Right. But because I had to do some sales for a little bit too, and the thing that, for, I mean, maybe it's just me, but like, I don't, I just go and buy the things I need. Me as well. And like, I don't care what there you are some or want me to that buy. Are like salespersons dream. Right. But here's the thing: like, people who are manage like, like sales, what they don't understand is that you can't make somebody buy something they don't want, or right. I don't know, like. If they don't need a pair of jeans, they're not going to buy a pair of jeans. But I was just like, I'm basic. I'm a kid working at GameStop, having to like make these sales, and it was just it sucked. I think I ended up getting let go because I just was terrible at it. Yeah, because they think like you deter you decide what they're going to get. It's like, no, if this person came in here looking for a jacket, so why don't you just let them pick out the jacket they want and mm-hmm. ring them up when they're done? Like, why you have to try to force them to do something else? Just gotta force them. You can't though. Yeah, I know. Well, tell that to the managers. It sales is so dumb. Yeah, and then after so after that, I worked at Hot Topic, just seasonal in the mall, and I honestly that was like super fun because the people that I always worked with were fun. Tell me more. Well, the the guy manager. Oh, with the really long like. Locks, dreadlocks, you know? Uh, and he played, I think he played drums, and he was really small. I think his name is Bob. I have yes, no idea. You know, yes, we've had this conversation before. We'll talk about it later in length. What do you play drums for? I literally have no idea. And one of my friends was kind of like, not kind of seeing him, sort of. Like, he really liked her. Okay, so he worked there. So he was cool. He worked there. He was cool. We hung out a couple times outside of work. I actually, there was a guy that worked there that I dated for a little while. I think I told you this. Maybe. I don't remember. He was from Big Bear. Like, that's where his family lived. Well, no one's from Big Bear. Come on. No, that's where they're <laughs> from. It was very strange. That would be cool, actually. Um. So Hot Topic was a, was and a success. And then they let me go because I was terrible at that. Yeah, sales. So um, they let me go. Cool. And then I worked for a, a little DVD place in the mall as well that was kind of like near Hot Topic. And I loved it there because it was 50% off for employees. Hell yeah. And that's, that's huge that's good. for a young person who loves movies. Myself. Well, anyway, um, I don't know what happened with that place. I think I just stopped working there because I didn't want to. Well, Whatever. Sh- streaming. No, this was way before. way before that was even like... It's just a DVD joke. I'm sorry. It didn't land. I get you. Uh, And then I was an instructional aide at a high school, which basically means, um, so I was an instructional aide for like a special day class, which is like what Blake is in now, but for high school kids. And I don't, at the time, I don't even think it was specifically like a special needs class or special day class, what they call it now. I think it was just for a few kids, but honestly, I was um, terrible at like everything school related. So I was like 
very nervous, very scared constantly because I did not know any of the work that these kids were doing. And I had to be like the instructor and like help them when I didn't know anything myself. I don't want to say I lied in the interview process because the interview process to get hired through a school district is really rigorous and you have to, um, I don't know how I made it because you have to interview with like five or six different people um, at once, like at the school district. It's very intense. No, thank you. Yeah, I don't know. You get paid well, but you don't really need to know shit. And that kind of scares me now because our kid is in special needs class. And then anybody can be working And anybody can be doing it. So didn't something weird happen? Something very weird happened. I honestly don't remember it very well but um so i was liked by a lot of the kids there because i looked like a high school student myself i basically was i was like a year or two out of high school and i'm short and small so i looked like a kid go on yeah yeah i'll I'll keep going (laughs) and um (laughs) uh anyway i think one of the kids from one of the classrooms didn't like me or like something happened. I I got way too friendly with these kids. Not in like a weird sexual way at all by any means. That's not what I mean at all. I mean like you shouldn't be conversating with any of the kids outside of the school. Like uh-huh. that's your job. And like I think I had like some of their IMs at the time. You know, oh, remember AOL yeah. IMs. And um, we would go back and forth. And I think there was this one kid that didn't like me or something and he saw one of my ims um and like you know how you could put an away message away message on an im mine was um uh a misfits quote (laughs) from a song and it was like something about uh knives and shit like that these goddamn punk rockers yeah and um i think he thought something like i was saying something like i was gonna do it was literal to him thought it was like literal to him i had to go into the principal's office my uh, mom was also with me it was like this big thing and i uh, lost the job obviously it it was a whole did you explain what it was though Uh, yeah of course i was like it's from this song that's not at all what it meant it's this is stupid and i think it was just kind of like okay this is gonna get this nothing's gonna happen to you or to this kid or whatever but you just kind of we have to part ways here and i was like okay fine whatever very strange all this stuff is like seems like a lifetime ago i didn't know that i thought it was something completely different than that what did you think it was i thought you said that like you would have to like take um, paperwork from like one teacher or one classroom to another, and you were ju- you would just have to like do stuff like that, like I deliver had paper. To do that too. And w- something you delivered from one teacher to another, whatever the contents of the envelope was, was like no good. Yes, that happened as well. That was like all part of. So it. they thought it, they you they like blamed I you for it. Completely forgot and about. And you were that. just like I was just literally delivering the thing they handed to me to the other person. Yeah, and I think it involved that kid. The same kid that saw the oh, I am message thing or wow. whatever. Wow, now I'm more confused than ever, but... I am too. I completely blocked and I am out. led to you being I am in trouble. <laughs> exactly. 
Okay, anyway, that's like a third of the jobs that I've had. Okay, after that, I worked at Lowe's, the hardware store, in the lumber department. And I worked at Lowe's. This makes the least sense I've ever heard. I don't understand it either. But I started working there before it even opened up. It was still like being built. Yeah, And everything was still coming together. So everybody got hired before it even opened because it was kind of like we need all the help we can get putting stuff together and, and doing that. So I worked there for like a month or two before it opened and then cashier and then eventually um cashier lumber department which made no sense because i couldn't i'm weak i'm very well, i didn't mean small. because of that i just oh. meant like the experience with lumber like you need to know something well exactly but also you have these guys coming in there saying that they need like all this stuff and they expect you to do it so i'm like trying to pick up like all this right. heavy wood and concrete and stuff bags and of concrete Jeez. yeah usually so the lumber department you have to get there early like six o'clock or maybe even earlier because of all the um construction, construction. starts early yeah so uh that i think i worked there for like a year and that was long for me usually i'm i'm not at a place for very long <laughs> either i'm fed up or they're fed up i don't know you went from cashier to cash me outside i'm fired Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Next. Next, I worked at a gym as like reception. That's G-Y-M. <laughs> I worked at a G-Y-M, a gym. Uh, and it was also, it was a gym slash they had like a chiropractor's office as well. Slash the guy was like a motivational speaker yes, type. Yes, the, the, the main gym guy, like the owner was insane. Way too optimistic. I'm trying. Way. I can't even remember the name of the gym because I just He was like Rob Lowe in Parks and Rec. Yes, except he looked like, I don't know. Not him, but just not way too. Not even close too... to him. But just like, all right, yeah, come on, let's do this. And, and I was like, yeah. Like, and I was like. The opposite of that. The opposite, but he like, hired me. Death is me. imminent. Life sucks. He hired me, though. <laughs> he hired me. But the main portion of the job was um, the chiropractic thing and having to deal with like setting up appointments and dealing with like people's insurance. And I was awful at it. (laughs) Um, I think I worked there for three or four months and they fired me like right before the holidays. I I think he probably saw you as like a, I do remember that, and like as a project to take on. Project failed. Oh, yeah. He didn't stand a chance. No. And that was another job. And then I worked for a, okay, then I worked, the next place I worked at was the, uh, the Hilton Waterfront Beach Resort in Huntington Beach. And I worked there for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And that was probably, I shined there. I was great. Front I, desk, baby. And you made a f- lot of friends there. Made a lot of a friends. A few friends, at least, that you kind of still, still keep in contact yeah, with. Yeah, I still keep in contact. That It was a lot of fun. The hours were terrible. It was like either 7 to 3 or 3 to like 11.30 p.m. 11.30, yeah. Because I remember I'd bring you food at like 10 o'clock. And then we would go to movies after you got out. (laughs) Yeah, at like midnight or close to 1. And the hours sucked. You always had to work. Obviously, it's a hotel. It's open always. So um, it sucked. But the experience and meeting everybody was cool and... 
I can't believe yeah. you worked there because of the customers or like the whoever well, you call it that came customers. in there. Yeah. This is Huntington Beach <clears throat> oceanfront. Like people show up there just wanting to be pampered. Well, that's the thing is like it's all travel people. So it's like Rich they're expecting people. this, 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 and this. And uh, everything is, if you've been to a hotel, nothing is guaranteed. It's always like, yeah, maybe if we have it, <laughs> we might not have it. Right. Um, so people didn't like that answer. But yeah, so I, I did that for a couple of years. I did not get fired. I quit. Mm-hmm. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah. I think that's after we, I quit after we got in a, a car accident. Or was that after I quit? I don't remember. No, I don't know. Um, so, okay, where'd you work after that? <laughs> this is so many jobs. So many jobs. Actually, this might be normal, <clears throat> but it's completely foreign Is this for normal? Me. Is this a little much? I don't know. After that, I worked for this place um, that was like a travel agency, and I worked there with one of uh, the people that I worked at the hotel with. We both kind of left at the same time, and um, she actually set up an interview for me, and I got the job, and it was a travel agency, and um, actually, one of the managers there ended up embezzling like a ton of money from the company. Cool, 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 cool. Which was crazy. And um, uh, myself and my friend that helped me get the job, we actually we got fired at the same time because our manager realized that we were looking for other jobs during <laughs> this work is incredible. time. <laughs> you got to know that. All of your entry level level employees are always looking for other jobs online. Come I, on, and I don't even think it's like territory. we wanted to leave. I think it was just like a we're bored and what else is there? And it's just kind of like it's a, the dream, it's the anticipation of yeah. what else could be. You Which didn't want to leave. Fine, I don't care if I lost that job. And then I uh, worked for another company, um, another like hospitality company that owned like little boutique hotels, and I did their reception, which was like the easiest ever um and i did that for maybe a year and i then? think i was pregnant and then i think i got pregnant with blake no actually no 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 um okay <laughs> no okay i think i worked at this place for about a year or so and then they were a really small company and i think they had to let me go because my job was so insignificant to the point i was part-time so it was just kind of like a even I, even I thought, like, I don't really need to be here. They need somebody at the front desk, so yeah. it looks good. They just needed somebody to sit there, and that was my ass. My ass did that, so they let me go. All right, so what else? What else is okay, that? Okay, then I worked for an accounting place for one day. Good Lord. <laughs> okay, because it was for this old man, and he had literally, like, eight to ten young girls working for him. And the main girl was a huge bitch. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> well, she was. And the whole thing was just like super uncomfortable. Like, I think it was known that... He was a sleazeball? He, he was super sleazy. It was just all these young girls like in this little office that worked for him doing all these different things. And it was just super uncomfortable vibe. And I was like, I gotta get out of here. Okay, and then the next place, my thing is, is I think I'm a really great interviewer or interviewee. Um, I don't actually want the job that you're offering me. <laughs> okay, who does? I mean, yes, you want it because you ha- you need it, but... 
okay, well, this next place I interviewed for like an eye doctor place and I got the job and I quit same day. <laughs> I didn't even work I remember. there at all. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. I know. You, we, I took you to the interview. You're like, yeah, I did it. They gave me the job, but I don't want to work here. So you called and like left a message saying like, you couldn't come in. Yeah. I was like, why'd you go to the interview? <laughs> like, I don't know. What, what the hell did I go through all that? I know for? why, because like you have to like. I think go I to as many as you job. can I just to get, to get a job, a job yeah. but I like did not want this job like no, no, at no, no, all. No. Um, so then I ended up going to another uh, job interview for like this. Um, <clears throat> I guess you would call it. I truly don't even know what they did. The whole job was a mystery to me. It was a marketing place. I think I worked there for about a year. Um, I don't. I could not tell you what it was. The I guy who tell ran you it, what I did, it was two dad, young guys. His dad owned like a bagel place yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. I want to say bagel me. Excuse Is... me. No. Is that like sort of a sexual favor you're asking? <laughs> no, I think that that's the the bagel place. But anyway, it's two young guys that owned it. They both thought they were like hot shits, and uh, he was a the guy that I was like below thought he was like just the man and he made me extremely like nervous because he was always like okay come on you gotta do this you gotta do this and I'm just like I don't get this <laughs> I'm like what are we doing what am I having to do <clears throat> so I would always I uh, made a good friend there and I would always be like I don't I don't understand any of this what am I supposed to do because she worked my position beforehand and then she got promoted and and i didn't understand a word of it i go into these jobs um really confident and i get there and i'm going i don't understand a word of this help me okay so then i i um quit that place because i just i hated the bosses so much they were just very i met him at the christmas party they were shady and then after that it worked out because the hospitality place that had to let me go before they had another opening for that reception spot. So they wanted me back. So I was like, of course, absolutely. And I worked there for a little while. And then uh, I got pregnant with Blake and I worked up all through the pregnancy. And then I think I worked until she was six months and then I they let me go again. <laughs> and then I became mother Mother, Which mom. is the most important job in the world. Which is just so fulfilling and just... No, I'm kidding. It is. <laughs> but still, it. you've heard of it a lot. You know, that whole thing. I became mom and then I was like, I still need to be doing something. I, I, I'm not... I love this kid, but I'm not fulfilled. I need something else mm-hmm. to do when she's sleeping and shitting herself. Like, So I uh, started a small business... Not being May, wild phrase, which if you've been following me for a long time, it was wild phrase before being May. And it was just um, children's bows and like bow ties. And then uh, I got bored after that <laughs> for a little while, got bored. And then, no, how do I word that? Decided you didn't want to be doing that. <laughs> Decided I did not want to be doing the bows and the bow ties so that switched to infinity scarves for toddlers uh and i'm not a good seamstress so i I was very confident of this though anyway i did that for a little while 
And then it um, switched from scarves to blankets for kids. And uh, then after that, I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. This sucks. I'm I'm not a seamstress. I don't like sewing. I don't like doing any of this. And then um, I didn't do anything for two years. And then I started the BMA thing. And that's my story. So um, I've had a really long work life or it's just been very uh interesting i can't believe you've done any of those things all of that feels like another lifetime ago like i look back at it now oh i forgot we did photography for a while too oh well i have i had a photography company um let's see like right after we got married basically it is not fun look i i loved photography i definitely could have learned a hell of a lot more and I didn't want to and it showed but I think I was decent and somehow I was like okay let's do weddings and I had you help me do the weddings and neither of us have the personality to to do that no I think we talked about this before I don't know but uh it's super super if you're an introvert and you're not constantly doing that it is so exhausting mentally, physically, everything. It's just, it will wipe you out doing a wedding like that for six to eight hours. It was terrible. It, it was terrible. It was terrible. I mean, the money is great, but it's not worth the. Um, well, the I didn't even, and I didn't me. even like photography. No. So I learned what I needed to to like get the shots we needed. And they always turned out good. Yeah, they were great. They weren't they're like fine. inspiring or anything, but like they weren't bad. Right. You know, I was like, I'm getting crowd shots. I'm getting like a bunch of stuff. I'm, you know, but no, 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 no. It it wasn't, definitely wasn't anything to write home about. It wasn't. It wasn't like. Wasn't what you thought it, it wasn't, would be. Wow. Yeah. No. I. So then, um, that was yeah. That was before the kids that was before Blake or anything like that because after I got pregnant kind of stopped doing that because he was just too like physically demanding and I didn't didn't want to be doing it either and then you factor in like we didn't want to leave our baby with somebody for like 10 hours you know that felt weird yeah even with family we didn't want to do that at the time like we said we did everything the hard way mm-hmm. <laughs> we didn't want to do that great so uh so I've been busy with jobs. I have a, a resume you did a that, few. Is, that is really, really long. And uh, I'm going to be honest. I hope I don't ever have to do another interview again. Same. I'm it's the reason why I continue to do what I'm doing, even what though about, I should probably be you? doing you've, something. You've worked a few different places, but you've put some years on, on those, right? Yeah, I think the shortest job I ever had was like, six months and that was like my first job my first job was at a kodak photo center inside of a target that's Um, interesting my i was talk about those pictures that you've seen hold on i dreaded even (laughs) from like the last couple years of high school i knew i was gonna have to start working Mm -hmm. and i dreaded i dreaded it just i was terrified of the world I did not want to be out in society or among people. I was terrified. I'd never done anything outside of like the small community group I was a part of. I didn't 
really like exist in society whatsoever. And so I was like, I have no idea how to communicate to people or like be in this world at all. Mm-hmm. When my dad forced me to go out to do all these interviews, I would be sick before them. Uh, it just wrecked me. And finally, like I, I, and I had these stupid, like big, not stupid, but stupid, not me anymore. <laughs> these like no. big plugs yeah. in my ears. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just the worst at interviews because I truly did not want to get the job. So I would like do them poorly on purpose because I'd, I'd rather be in trouble with my parents and like broke than have to show up to a place every day and just be in agony with yeah. the anxiety and the, the fear and everything. So, but I went to interview at this, the Kodak. Yeah. But this is when like people were still developing film. So. I go there. I say, can I meet with the, speak to the manager? I'm going to get an application. And the guy's like all tatted up with the piercings and, and, uh, gauges. Yeah. I never called him that. We called him plugs, but I don't know. Maybe it's different from where I'm from. So he was like, oh yeah, this job's super cool and easy. Like, and that was the manager. Yeah. He managed it. So the interview is basically just him telling me about his band (laughs) and then just saying like, yeah, when can you work? And I told him, he's like, yeah you can start back here in like two weeks. Like we're somebody's we're losing somebody in like two weeks. So you can start on this Monday. Cool. And he's like, and I'll be training you. We'll train you and all that. I show up that day. He's not there. Oh Jesus. So I'm just like standing around there for like an hour. The other people working are also my age who couldn't care less. They're not going to reach a hand out Never. and no. be like, Oh, so let me get you started. Let me tell you. So they were just like, who are you? What are you doing here? I was like, well, what's his name? Hired me. Oh, cool. Are you from another location? No, it's my first day. You never worked here before? No. Nope. So I just stood around for like two hours and the guy never showed up. And then like the regional manager guy, regional manager guy like showed up and he was like, who are you? What are you doing here? I was like, well, oh my God. Mark or whatever his name is hired me. And they're like, well, he transferred to another branch like last week. Like, well, and he I was hired like, me. Oh, so the guy who's leaving was him. Oh. And I was like, oh, well, he hired me and said he was going to train me. And that guy was mad because he had no idea. Mm-hmm. So from then on, he hated me. He didn't want me there. So nobody would train me. He wouldn't train me. And like the other people I worked with were all my same age, maybe even younger. Like some a couple of them were high school kids. They couldn't care less. They weren't going to show me how to do anything. So I stood around a lot doing nothing with these uh, co-workers being angry at me for doing nothing but also I had to keep saying the guy that hired me didn't train me he he left before I started yeah and they were all like well it's not my job so I basically had to just watch them do it and finally one guy was like I'll show you what to do fine but then the regional manager guy was such a jerk to everybody and they never asked you to work they would just like write your hours on here and then like we'll make the schedule. So I would write my availability mm-hmm. and I would just be there in agony, just like dreading it, like sick to my stomach the whole time. And then I just realized if I don't write my hours in here, mm-hmm. you know, they'll, they'll schedule me less. And eventually I just put fewer availability, fewer availability until I just stopped showing up. And the customers are the worst. Like it's their picture, but they expect them to come out like, professional and it's like you took the picture i'm just printing it for you they'd be like these are terrible and I'm like i Ugh. you took the picture like i, I demand a refund uh, okay like i don't know what to tell you 
and I didn't know how to work the cash register. I couldn't figure it out. Oh, God. And, like, nobody wanted to show me how to do it because they're like, we don't care. Like, we hate this job, too. So it was just awful. But I did see a lot of weird photos. Do tell. (laughs) One was just, like, this couple where the first half of this, like, pack of 24 photos was just them at, like, family functions, like a, a dinner with their family, you know. Then they're, like, on a boat with photos. Just normal couple stuff. And then suddenly, out of nowhere, with no lead up, no warning, just... P and V. Oh, yes. Goo. Goo. Um, Point blank range graphic pornographic photos. So so one of them had to... One of them was holding their their own camera. To (laughs) be taking this shot. Yes. Um, Acts... Uh, sexual acts of the two of them so you see them like in front of a christmas tree or something and the Good next one is just God. like them doing it wow like, this is weird and then that those people come to pick up their photos this is when you had to go and face the person that developed the camera the pictures and you had to pick them up so a guy that i w- that worked there with me was like we sometimes we just make like extra copies of these ones oh and i was God. like oh, pass yeah. another group another couple did the same thing it was like it's just the pictures of them like partying and then a bunch of the different pictures of different like glass bongs. Oh, it's like, what the hell? Why would you just take pictures of glass bongs for no reason? Going, yeah. And then all of a sudden it was like them in the shower. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, why? Yikes. Like, you, you know, we see this, right? So they had a waterproof camera. What, no, it was like from that? outside of the shower. They had like set it up. And they were in the shower. God. And it was just them they like really wanted like, this posing picture. for the picture. Like, look at it. And it's oh. like, this is, <laughs> why are you doing this? Um, so that was the first job. And then Sounds I just, traumatic. I basically just quit <laughs> by not, by putting like, I had no availability. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then where'd you work after that? I think honestly, like the last straw there was, there was another guy I worked with there who was funny, but I only worked with him a, a few shifts here and there. He was a really big guy, you know, he was really heavy set dude and like it was a tiny space so it was hard for him to like work around in there but he had been there the longest yeah so actually he helped me out a lot but um like the regional manager guy was just this old piece of shit it was just mean like just made fun of everybody so he was there at this time he would only pop in for like an hour and then leave mm-hmm. um when he got there the the guy this big guy i was working with asked if he can take his lunch break mm-hmm. and he said you really need to eat right now and he's like, what do you mean? It's time for my lunch break. He's like, yeah, but, or something like, I think you could skip it. Wow. And then he like looked at me and started chuckling. And I was like, Mm-mm, we're done. I'm not working for you. That's garbage. And then from there, the down. I just was like not working for the longest time. And then just like every morning knowing I was going to get lectured, rightfully so, right? like lectured by my parents. Yeah. Cause they're like, you're not doing anything. You're just like laying on the couch all day, every no day. No college. I didn't go to college either. Actually, no. I did go, but. So I was just like, what are you story. doing? Why aren't you getting out there? And it was like, I didn't have the words to say like, um, I'm like a, basically agoraphobic. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I have like crippling social anxiety. Mm-hmm. It was just like, I don't want to, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Anyway, a friend of mine had gotten a job. He was a lot like you. He would work like different places all the time for like two months and then go somewhere else. But he would, he got a job at a hockey warehouse. Uh huh. And so he got me a job working with him. And the interview Ooh. process was literally like, okay, you know him, so you can work full time. Okay. So, okay, start tomorrow. So I worked there with him for like, I don't know, a year and a half. And then that company moved to Corona. Mm hmm. 
and they basically let everybody go except yeah. me. They tried to get me to move there with them. See, that's the thing is like every place that you work for, they love you and they want you to go wherever they go. I was like 20 go. years old at the time. But still, you're like a really good employee wherever you work. Because I'm terrified guys, of getting in trouble. Hmm. They see it as you going like above and beyond. You're an A A plus. But I'm going. I'm just so terrified. But you're riddled with all this other shit going on. I'm going. I'm only working my ass off right now because I'm so afraid of getting called out for not that I'm like just afraid to relax and I can't slack off because I'm too scared to. Uh, So yeah, they were like, "We'll we'll we'll give you a two dollar raise," which at 20 years old. That's a lot. Yeah, and I was like, "I'm not driving up to Corona every day." I was scared to, but honestly, I was like, "That's far." But anyway, from there, I went like a really long time without working again until finally I sent my resume to like a clothing store. Yeah. Um, like a, like Let a me boutique tell it. fashion, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like a, a, a fashion, fashion store. Over. There was like three, there was like three locations at the time, mm-hmm. um, local only. So they hired me. Locals only. It was a one, no, it was a one man, like warehouse or it wasn't even warehouse it was just like a receiving and distribution like little warehouse we mm-hmm. didn't warehouse anything it was just like the the clothes that would get dropped off there we'd distribute it we'd tag you it and that. distribute it or like label it tag it distribute it amongst the three stores you and then deliver the cashier it or anything like that. no i didn't work you at the store like warehouse i worked at a different location at mm-hmm. the offices basically but that was so um this was just like the cool of the cool people like worked here you know it was just like a, one of those types of fashion stores and i was not one of these people i liked the clothes there that's why i applied but i was so nervous there every single day i worked there for almost six years every day showing up feeling like it was my first day because i was just so nervous all these people were like just thought they were Look, the coolest they were all of like, the cool um and i was driving not. to be like models Okay, Chrissy Teigen worked there. Chrissy Teigen worked with him, folks, and she was a huge bitch. No, it's the exact opposite of that. <laughs> no, she Everybody was, else kind of was. She was probably how you see her now, just funny and whatever. I remember I saw her like working in the store when I had to make a delivery, and like, it was like, oh, hi, you're new here. Yes, okay. And then like a year later, because I don't know what her schedule was, she would come and go, I guess. She like did, a year she later, did. she came into the office for something. With John. No, Legend. I think everybody was like 20, at oh. 21 at the time. She came in and she's like, oh, Justin, hey. And I was like, no, not from a year ago. You don't, we met once. She's like, hey, good to see you. And I was like, what? Like, I don't even remember you. Like, you remember oh, me? Shit. Until like when I started seeing her face on TV years later, I was like, wait, that girl worked at. Oh, this is weird. And now she's a billionaire. Yeah, so I I worked at that store. That was awful because like they just the environment there was like, yeah, it's party, you know, like let's let's sell clothes and then like go out. And so it was constantly like in that environment. And at the time I was super like reserved, conservative, like no No to everything. I was like straight edge but not straight edge because I don't do straight edge. I don't do like things like that. Anyways, they started from like three stores, then they expanded to six when they shouldn't have. And then like they basically like were like running out of money and going out of business. So they let a few people go in that time where they had to like grow the business. I, they forced me. I was doing it all myself for like four years, maybe like almost five years 
even though it was like four from went from three to four to five stores the workload jumped up and I was like I can do it don't bring anybody back here I don't want to work with somebody else it's terrible <laughs> it finally made me like bring a guy in he showed up the first day it was another guy it was like one of the store manager's cousin who was just like a train wreck like mm. I felt bad for the guy almost but he he used to be like a major drug addict and then now he's just an alcoholic I guess oh. it was an upgrade he showed up smelling so bad of About whiskey alcohol. it was just like seeping out of his pores and he was so hungover and he was like sweating bullets and he oh, was like, man. all right, let's do this. And he could like barely keep himself upright. But, and then he worked out, he like cleaned his act up. Well, not really, because when we'd make deliveries at the end of the day, we'd stop at the gas station. He'd buy a, like a little bottle of whiskey and like a pack of cigarettes. And he would like sit in the passenger seat and drink whiskey. Oh my God. And I was like, I am not. Um, assertive enough to tell him like this. Yeah, ain't this is not that's cool. What to say. Well, he yes. was like the like the main guy's cousin, so like yeah. I can't say anything. Anyway, everything started to fall apart after that. He was making less money than me, so they fired me and kept him on to like handle like the now much less workload. Anyway, it worked out for you because those stores closed. Yeah, but. If I was really smart, I wouldn't have been so, like, staunch in my beliefs and, like, I refuse to talk to anybody here. I didn't have to, like, participate in their lifestyle outside of it. But, like, a lot of, like, people went through there that you could have, like, that were decent people, you know, mm -hmm. cool people that could have turned out to be, like, better opportunities later if I had wanted to, you know. But um, I didn't. I was like, I refuse to talk to these people like an idiot. I think I was just too sheltered and too scared of like becoming an adult anyway. Then I went without work for a long time after that, which is torture. It's just like, you know, unemployment and trying to figure out how to scrape dollars. It was that long. It was, was like it? six months. I remember when you lost the job because you, we were And then you quit yours newly, like two weeks later. Well, okay, listen, we were pretty newly married and, and it came out of nowhere. I usually got home before you did and I got home and you were there and you were cooking like this big meal and you were like I got let go and I was like oh fuck I really hate my job right now okay so that company like they brought in two new inv two investors from like northern California and they were supposed to try to like save the company and basically their idea was like well let's just let all these people go so like they called me in the office after they'd been there for like three or four months and then we sat down he went all he said was we gotta let you go and i went thanks and i walked out <laughs> because like that's how dumb i was like i was oh so uncomfortable God. there i was like yeah. yes thank you you finally gave me an excuse not to show up here mm -hmm. oh but where am i gonna get money from now you know so, okay yeah but you said i quit that job but it worked out because that's when i started working with broughton again and then yeah. you kind of started you did the unemployment thing but then you also I started working for your mom's company, which was like... Well, that was... You started working for the moving place, where it was strictly oh like my God. sales or some commission, right? Basically. Yes. I completely forgot about that. Yeah. That was in my LA. My friend worked for... And we lived in Orange County. <clears throat> a company called Budget Van Lines, but it wasn't actually like the Budget Van Lines you think it is. It's like an online moving company, but it was just like a broker. So like people would contact them, say, I want my whole household moved from like somewhere illinois to buttfuck indiana i don't know and so we'd give them a quote like okay well we have a truck coming through there next wednesday um 
So based on where you are and based on where you're going, it's going to cost this much, but let's go through your whole entire house, get an itemized list of everything you want in your, in this truck. And by weight and square footage, I can give you a quote. And then it was, yes, it was a hundred percent commission. That's insane. But the thing is like, it's all you, (laughs) my friend didn't tell me this. (laughs) Well, like for the first two months, they like they gave you a, a base pay, mm-hmm. um, and they would send you leads. But if you didn't like sell any in the first, th- they'd stop sending you good You'd leads. Had, you had to like be on your shit for it, right? You I was doing to, like, it. Be really I was doing it very persistent. earnestly and mm-hmm. honestly, and yeah, like the problem. like um, busting my ass to like get actual quotes and like real timelines. And another mm-hmm. guy who started the same time as me was like just like selling uh, moves through the roof and I was like what is he doing that I'm not doing and my friend was like he's lying to them and I was like what do you mean and he's like well he's telling them that it's gonna cost this much and it's gonna take four days and that's gonna take eight days and it's gonna cost double that Holy and I was like then how why would he tell them not he's like to get the sale and then I was like well how does that work he's like well it'll just work itself out when they show up they're gonna say well this isn't what you told us so now the price is way more and it's gonna take this much longer because and I was like and you can just do that and he's like that's how they do it. I was like, oh, so you have to be a complete heartless piece of shit for this. And he's like, I guess. He's like, I don't do it that way. I try to help people as much as I can, but I'll tell them something that's not true and then try to make it happen afterwards. But most people just like tell the customer whatever they want to hear in order to get them to go with them. And then they're like, it's going to take, they're not going to get their stuff for two weeks and it's going to be like a thousand dollars more than I quoted, but like what's done is done. And I was like, I can't do this. He's like, oh why not? God, and I was I like, I just, <laughs> fuck off. And thank you for ruining that microphone. <laughs> Anyways, I didn't want to talk about sorry. this for this long at all. I know. I'm sorry. It, you anyway, know what? it was my job thing because there were so many. I no, I know. Went, I was this, this, this. That didn't work out. Then I started working for your mom's company. My mom's. I started doing that. And then I also started working at an awning company mornings at like from like three to four in the morning. Cleaning awnings, baby. Cleaning awnings just to make more money. Um, that was be- when I lost my yes. job. So I was like, what am I going to do? We need, had like- we need two incomes. What's, what are we going to do? So I guess I'll work for your mom during the day, but I'll work at this awning company at like from like four to 10 in the morning. Yeah. And I did that. Then another company and noticed you. I was working for him. They called me and said they offered me more money. I changed to a different awning company, and I've been there for like six years doing production managing. Which... But the dream is film, baby. No, the dream you is... want him to write a script. Let's do it. <laughs> the dream is winning lottery <laughs> ticket. Okay. And... Sure, that's the ultimate dream, but it'd be nice to create something. Well, like here's we the thing. Just talking about. People say like money can't buy you happiness. Well, can't buy you class. Elegance is learned. Look, money cannot buy you happiness. No, um, I'm not. I'm not trying to get happiness. I'm trying to get not worried about money anymore. Trying to get not not worried moneyness. (laughs) To hell with happy. Like I'll (laughs) I'll forfeit happy for I don't have to struggle and worry anymore. Definitely. The happiness is that you're not having to worry about money. Yeah, money can't buy you happiness, but um. It can, <laughs> it can shit its pants. God, she I'm is destroying like, this thing. I'm just zinging these turd farts. <laughs> Crop dusted my room. No, three times let me now. tell you something. 
I fart. Sure, like everyone else. Doesn't smell. When my farts Bullshit. smell. No. Bullshit. When, no, let me say, when my farts smell, they don't smell bad. They smell weird. And that's somehow worse. <laughs> they only but... smell weird to the person who farted. No, you you have to said... To the rest of us, it's Chernobyl in this bitch. <laughs> it smells weird. And there's something wrong inside me, but usually... <laughs> <laughs> but usually it's just... Nothing. Okay, well, like fine. Like now, nothing. Let's just move on then. Hey, maybe that means I don't have to wipe my asshole ever again. Oh, so you are a man. <laughs> the goal is not to be happy with all that money. The goal is to have no struggles so your mind is free to pursue the things, to be able to focus on and pursue the things that might make you happy. Yeah. So in a way, yeah. Yeah, it sure as hell does. But it's not like, oh, I got all this money, now I feel good, now I'm happy. Like, no, I have, I win the lotto, so now I don't have to focus on anything other than what does make me happy. Yeah, I feel you, Doc. No, you don't. You don't feel us. Good job. Well, we got to go. We got to get to it. These the kids, kids are... got to go to bed. We got to watch Once Upon a Dime. God, it's... I told myself this... We're on season six. Okay, look. About, about 40-something episodes. But Christmas, whatever you celebrate... Regardless, you get Christmas off, right? It fell in this mid square in the middle of a week, which is perfect. So, like, I worked Monday, then of course I had Tuesday off, even though they had my work party on Tuesday, Christmas Eve. <laughs> Got kidding me? Uh, I'm not in there. The morning. I what's that? Oh, I did go in. Anyways. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Wednesday, off. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I got mm-hmm. five days off. It worked out great. And I thought this Monday's is one of my this is when I'm going to catch up on all my 2019 films I haven't seen yet. And Tuesday and Wednesday you also have off. Then I can, can uh, then I go, get, <laughs> then I can compile my best of 2019 film list. Hmm. I've been watching Once Upon a Time this whole what what is it day four now? I'm not forcing you. Well, I'm caught up. I'm so caught up. I'm like Usher. Sure. <laughs> so already. Let's end this shit. People are tired of hearing of these voices. Come on, right y'all. Okay. Wish us luck. We're going to try to get these kids hey, to Hey, you bed. know what, guys? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Cheers. G- and it, you know what? Fuck, fuck the resolution. Just, uh... What? No. <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. What does that mean? I, I, it's like the opposite of a cheer. Huh? It's like boo. That's a jeer. Mm. Happy New Year. It's not funny. And uh, trying to think of something funny, and I, I don't have a fart coming on right now, so I can't do that anymore. I'm sorry. Thank God for that. Cheers. All right, we will catch you next time. This has See been ya. fun. Bye. <laughs>